0: all right welcome back to another episode of it's fine everything's fine we missed you last week uh wisconsin decided to have a blizzard so we were all snowed in and everything was closed out and we are happy to be back here today i wanted to open it up by saying thank you to everybody who listens um we have gotten so much positive feedback i absolutely love it um we're at officially 109 listens out of all of our episodes. So one of those things also that I wanted to call out was two people who have reached out, um, as of very recently, and it is Peter who comes into Susie's shop. You are an absolute gem. Um, when you came and talked to us and told us that Coda was your spirit animal, <laughs> God, that totally made, my... made my day. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, and I think you had said you listen to it when you're at work and you're like, I just need to laugh and we made you laugh. Um, thank you so much, that was incredible. And our second one is Carrie um, from In Town. Uh, she owns Chic and Unique. And just her saying she was taking her dog out for a walk and as she's walking, she's laughing and she's like, you she yeah. gonna think that I'm crazy and nuts. So to you both who as of recent uh, we have talked to and shared some stories and all of the other people who are listening. Thank you so much. Um, I didn't expect to have this feeling when we came into it. It was just kind of like, let's just sit down and chat. Yeah. And as I have listened to other podcasts and in this one, it's really an extension of our family yeah. and the people that we love and how we communicate. So thank you so much, uh, to you both.
1: Yeah. I think the best compliment that I've received about this podcast is that they feel like they're sitting in their living room with a glass of wine and just shooting the shit with their girlfriends.
0: I love that. Yeah,
1: me too. Me too.
0: So thank you so much. Leading into that, today's episode, we are just going to talk about what it is to be a woman. Um, All of the fun different dynamics that come from it this is just truly from our perspective um and hope that you can relate to some of those stories coda was was talking to us earlier about her life and what's going on in her life as of this week so i'll let her take it away so unfortunately as every woman
2: knows um it is that time of the month (laughs) and uh (laughs) i am not happy with the situation unfortunately um, not only do you uh get to bleed on top of that you also get to feel extreme pain and for those of you who don't i know that there are some women out there that really don't experience cramping as badly as others do Mm -hmm. you know kudos to you i don't know what the hell you're doing but (laughs) it must be phenomenal because i am in the worst pain that I've been in in years it's not like normal cramping pain it's like this sticky stabbing pain like having a balloon in your uterus that is blown up to full capacity and you feel like you cannot move without that thing exploding but you still have to go to work you still have to you know take care of everything else you still gotta cook you still gotta clean and it's kind of just expected at this point Mm -hmm. so like i don't know how how are you guys feeling
0: (laughs) well susie you were talking a little bit about like what happens with your body and things that you know of what may cause that stickiness yeah and i'm not a
1: doctor right 100 percent, right (laughs) (laughs) but i know that that you know we have a lot of ligaments along the you know the groin area and and and, you know we get bloated and things swell and we retain water Mm -hmm. and it gets you know harder to move and when things are cramping Right. Everything's tightening and pulling. So, you know, you've got ligaments over there that are, you know, tightening and, you know, cramping at the same time. So your uterus, you know, it's like being a towel wrung out mm-hmm. and, you know, your ligaments are like, oh, that looks like fun. Can I join in <laughs> too? And yeah. they start. So that's, you know, a lot of women have really bad pain. We were talking both of my, I will be honest. Um, I knew I was getting my period because my chest would hurt for two days and then it was oh. gone. Dear my God. girls, yeah. both of them, the way Chrissy described it is like someone's pulling her uterus out through her eyeballs, right? So mm-hmm. both of my daughters have
2: horrible,
1: horrible cramps. Um, I didn't I didn't
2: have that. Mine were so bad the one day that I could not get up off the floor. Like Aww. I sat down on the floor and curled up into a ball and just stayed there. Mm. And my fiance, I love my fiance so fucking much. Because his first question I was sense a but. <laughs> it, it was the most adorable thing that he Aww. could have done at that point in time because he did not know what to do. I could not move. Yeah. I could barely breathe with how much pain I was in. Yeah. And he he's like, Can I can I get you anything? Like I'm gonna go to the gas station? Do you want me to go to the store? You know, like, can can I get you anything to help with this? I'm like, I already took stuff. Like I took the highest amount of medication that I could possibly take without hurting myself, Mm. you know? And and I don't wanna go past that point because I don't wanna put myself in a hospital because I'm pretty sure they're just gonna tell me that there's nothing wrong with me, quote unquote. Like I've been told so many times before granted you know that's after seeing 10 doctors about the same problem and they just don't seem to see the issue or maybe it's an invisible issue i don't i don't know
1: because women hysteria is still a thing yeah you know they're like oh if you just relax right because we're just told Mm -hmm. to just breathe through it or relax through it you know what i mean and i and i i think it's hard finding someone to really listen to you okay keep going i'm sorry
2: oh that's all right back to back to the fiance after, after he had asked me questions, I'm like, I really don't care what you bring me. I don't want anything fizzy. I don't want water. Just get me something in between, like juice or something like that. And he goes, okay. So he goes out to the gas station and he gets me something and he comes back and he's like, so like he's got this puppy dog face and oh, no. he's just looking at me like, I didn't know what, what to get you because <laughs> you didn't give me like a specific <laughs> thing, but you know, I got you this. And he pulls out a thing of aloe vera juice. And mm. now, now this 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 makes sense. He's like, since you put aloe vera on the owies on the outside.
0: Oh, he's such a good fiance. That's so and
2: sweet. Heal the owies on the inside, and I'm like, honey. Like I started laughing so hard that I was crying. And then on top of that, like I'm in pain, and I'm like, I don't want to laugh right now. But I love you so much. Like you are precious and i understand that you don't know what i'm going through right now yeah. but i will drink the aloe vera juice mm, so have you ever eyes. been like
1: in the grocery store and you'll see one random guy with like flowers chocolate cupcakes <laughs> mm-hmm. ice cream and he's got that dough in the head like look <laughs> and you're like i know what you're trying to do and yeah. may the odds be in your favor right yeah.
0: <laughs> you had said you always knew when it was coming because yep. of your physical right and I think that that's one thing that we often don't talk about. Like everybody's like, it's, so it's a combination of two, right? It's mm-hmm. a combination of the week before and then the week after. So you really have one week out of the month that you're like, Hey, I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, literally. and I think that that also goes into what you said of women hysteria. There's one thing that I, that I learned and not, not for lack of experiences, but women are seen as very emotional human beings in the workplace Mm -hmm. a lot of those times no matter how much pain you're going through or what you're feeling like you still have to act normal to the outside world right so i think it's it's a lot of those moments of feeling lost of who you are it's kind of like what you said dakota of you still have to be you you still have to be mom. You have to, you know, cook the dinner. You still have to go to work no matter how you're feeling. I think sometimes light does not get shined on it. It's like your body is going through that process and I could feel it the week before, right? Like mm-hmm. I physically yeah. can feel when I'm about to have my period. Yeah. So then it's like Reminder, right? So then you're like, okay. It's like your body's literally flushing something out of your body, and then like restarting all over again. So it's like the whole chemistry of your body is constantly changing. And I don't know the specifics of it, so do not quote me. I'm also not a doctor, just like Susie. <laughs> but it's like it's constantly shifting on on what is needed from you. And it's like oftentimes it gets lost in transition. It's like for you, you're like this week is has been, you know, tough, but it didn't just start this week. Right. And then like everything else amplifies it. Like I really didn't start to have pain until after I gave birth. Once I gave birth, I was like, oh, this is what cramps are. Mm-hmm. This is what feeling this feels like. And it's like, then it just all continuously, um, happened. So I guess the question is how do we get to a point where it's like normal to talk about it? and be like it's okay
1: that's such a hard thing because you're going to go generational you know I I've been through this right I'm done yeah so at at the age of 57 you know we'll talk about this all the time because thank God it's done Mm -hmm. if this continued any longer I don't know what I would do right Mm -hmm. but even up through like going through perimenopause and all that thing women don't really talk about it you know Dr Google is your best friend you know because it, it's just not something you discuss. And I, and I think it's mm-hmm. important because even at the end of it, mm-hmm. you're going through a lot of emotions. I will never have another kid. And I know some people don't, but it, it really hit me. I mean, not that I wanted one at the age of 57, yeah, but I will never have another child, mm-hmm. you know? And at that, it, it kind of plays games with your brain a little bit, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but I don't feel like anybody really talks about it no the three of us talk about it quite often because we're very open with each other yeah but i don't i don't know a lot of women you know unless they have a very tight circle who will actually sit and discuss this kind of stuff you know
2: honestly i wish it were more widely discussed because i think that there are a lot of women out there who have the same issues as you know women who have gotten operations to fix whatever it is or have You know tried a certain method that really worked for them that could potentially work for another person Mm -hmm. right i had to talk to my mom for years to get her to tell me what was going on and like she was open but like kind of that midway open where she would only tell you so much right but it was like it was when i was actually going through my monthlies like through high school and middle school and i was like okay did you have these same problems i was led to believe that i had endometriosis and that i so young yeah and and um and that i may have had like pcos or cysts on my ovaries which is a thing i have two cysts on my ovaries one on each one and there's one that they don't know what it's attached to it mm. could be attached to my fallopian tube it could be attached to my uh endometrium on the outside of my uter on my uterus or it could be attached to my ovary it's that big that they can't tell where
1: um, it is. why haven't they re- removed this or offered
2: to remove it because it's not big enough according to them <laughs> mm-hmm. so apparently it has to be ready to burst Gosh. in order for them to take it off and
1: and, and, and on that end having them burst mm-hmm. you think your your period's painful i i guess i don't know why we'd wait yeah to, to wait and see that it's about that large my but again doctors, not a doctor exactly. my doctors
2: don't think that my pain is that painful because their scale only goes up to 10. my scale goes off the fucking charts right to the point where i am on the floor as i was stating before cannot breathe Mm -hmm. have to take the shallowest breaths possible and so many women
1: feel this and to have that emotional part of it right because if someone believed you Mm -hmm. that that's like
2: that would be just sheer relief
1: right so i'm not crazy i'm not making this up maybe it's just how my body handles this Mm -hmm. but at least somebody is listening to and i think that's that's the big thing here right if it's not other women going through it we got to share And we've got to find doctors and practitioners who want to take the time to listen. I understand that, you know, schedules are packed and stuff, but if we're not heard as women going through these things and you're told.
0: And I think that that, that's the biggest part too of like why I find it important to talk about. I mean, when we first started today's episode, we were like, let's just do this. And then you guys got into a conversation and I was like, God, like, I don't, I didn't grow up like this. I didn't, you know, have that. And not that my parents didn't do, you know, what they needed to do. Um, I h- grew up in a Hispanic household, right? And like, we talked, I, I remember talking about it. I mean, I was also young, you know, I got my period when I was 11 and I learned from it from school. And like, I, you know, like school prepped me for all of that. And like, my parents might have, but like, I don't remember. I tell Caitlin every month. And she doesn't know like everything, but she knows enough of like, things are happening to my body. And she's known that since she was four years old. And I remember vividly why I told her we were laying in bed. I was having the worst cramps and she's four years old. We're laying in bed. She wants to play. She's jumping on my stomach. And I'm like, this is so, and as a mom, I'm like, suck it up. You're fine. You're, you're going to be okay. And I could feel myself resenting that moment, you know, like I'm not a jungle gym, I literally am like, every time it would hurt so bad. And I remember, and I was like, what if I stop and tell Caitlin what is going on? She doesn't need to know anything other than my stomach hurts. My stomach's exploding. Mommy's having some stuff going on inside her body. You can't see, but I'm in pain. That's all I shared with her from there on on. She knows like if I'm going through it, like it's developed, like now she'll know, like I have mood swings, you know, and now she's 10 or she's going to be 10. Jesus Christ, she's going to be 10. Oh my god. Um, so she knows that. And it's like so much of our lifetime is spent doing for others that we forget about ourselves in that process and in that moment i was like i wanted to share that with her because i didn't want the moment to be ruined because i was in pain and now i'm communicating to another human being and like that other human being doesn't know that and she's only four and she just knew i had always and for the rest of the day guess what she would come around and she like mom do you still have always and i'm like it still hurts and she's like okay i'll take it easy and it's like She's four years old. And since since then she's learned to communicate with me, a lot of the times we we feed off of energy from others. Mm-hmm. And that energy gets projected. And people take it personal. And it has nothing to do with anybody else other right. than what is going on inside of you. And you also don't want to have to justify it every single time. And, you know, we were talking about it, and it's like it's a week before. You know you start to have the symptoms your body's literally getting ready to release this Mm -hmm. and now it's you know if you're lucky enough a few days for me it lasts an entire week so it's an entire week of being in discomfort physically like now things are happening and now the next week it's just like being like okay i'm good you know And you have one week that you're like, I don't have to worry about this, I feel fine, I have so much energy, I'm all good. And then it starts all over again. And I think, since I identified that this is the cycle, I've added it to the way that I live. I made a part of my life because I can't get rid of it. Right? Like, we talked about the logistics behind that and i kind of wish i could
2: honestly yeah i'm yeah. a little
0: jealous susie
2: <laughs> you know but i'll tell you what the the road
1: to get there she's not pretty i mean you 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 take you know how you were for how many years you know you get your monthly and i i i never missed ever i can account for the four times i missed them and they're 34 32 26 and 22 right <laughs> um when you start going through the changes it, it it's like you know you flip a quarter and all hell breaks loose. I mean, you, you don't know when it's coming anymore. You're constantly emotional. Rage
2: is a thing. I already have that. Rage, OK, but so let's not yet, exacerbate. Right. That. So
1: I'm telling you from someone who was not a very angry human being, you're going through any and it would be nothing. The dog would do something on the floor and I'd lose my mind. And I'm like, good God, woman, get a grip that brain fog. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's, it's just a lot. We go through a lot as women, right? Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. really do. And I think like you were talking about talking to Caitlin, I think it's important that, you know, if you don't have siblings that you reach out and you talk to other women, you know, people you feel close to, cousins, aunts, you know, so that you can figure out, you know, are there, as silly as it sounds, are there home remedies that you guys did back in the day? What did, what did you guys do in in-
2: my aunt brought up the fact that if you drink raspberry tea it's supposed to help a lot it didn't help me as much as it helped her but it it gave me a smidge of relief
1: raspberry leaf tea which by the way does not taste anything like raspberry just so you're aware she is bitter as hell Mm -hmm. raspberry leaf red Mm -hmm. clover Mm -hmm. is wonderful to help with uterine contractions motherwort motherwort Mm -hmm. in small amounts really good topical um taking like calendula and warming you know peppermint and ginger and you know making a tea and putting a compress on your stomach can help with pain and inflammation too you know so there's there's ways to help you know but it's it's again what works for you what doesn't work for you you know some people you know they want to lay in bed for 24 hours with a blanket over their head
0: the other thing that happens to me, and you know, I'll touch up, I'll touch on it a little bit, and then this can become another episode because um, I feel like people can relate to it. The other thing that happens is I can eat <gasps> for days. Yes, I go very between much days. So and day- I Everything am that wasn't so nailed down. hungry. Yes, and when I'm in it, I'm like, okay. And then the self body image talk comes in because I'm like, now I literally just ate like an entire store in one sitting and I'm like, good God. So it's like, I say all of that. And like I said, that just becomes fat body image, food, all of that to the men out there, <laughs> we really are not crazy all the time. I um, promise. and, and I think that for, for everybody out there, it's like, it's a process to learn it. And I think one of the things that has come up for me during the time of the podcast is communication is key. And some people are like, you know, well, just tell me what you need. Don't let, don't let what society has expected of us, like the chocolate, the roses, like that's not going to really do it, you know, all the time helpful but not all the time
2: i was gonna say like chocolate dark chocolate (laughs) is supposed to be like the better one for you Mm -hmm. because it it does release those good endorphins in your brain Mm -hmm. which then cuts down on the pain that you're feeling but it is not a fix-all correct we love the fact that you want to bring us treats please bring us treats (laughs) but it is not going to make the crazy bitch that you are currently experiencing go away and here's just one more
1: point to the to the crazy bitch part standing in front and this is a great thing for you guys listening standing in front of us and going is it getting to be that time of the month
2: oh that is the worst thing
1: that is like if i could Dick my fist through your mouth and pull your toes <laughs> out through your nose, I would feel so much better. <laughs> Honest to God. It's the worst sentence that and the other word that drives. And now you just open a whole nose. God can of worms here. Don't ever look at me and tell me to relax. No, Settle down no, and relax. No. They, I mean, those are fighting words, right? Yes. Thank you. I that mean, is shit. I am that will make an me go human. insane. <laughs> Honest to God, I have never felt the need to become violent. And when <laughs> I am like at that, and someone looks at me, and goes, "Just relax." You have
2: got to be kidding Fuck me. You and your high horse. Sorry. Not sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> is that
1: the one you wrote in on? <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, nope. That's the one that they're going to be riding out on, though. <laughs> there
1: you go. So just, I guess, the understanding first. of the fact that you know she's going through this once a month. And if you notice that the emotions are starting to get crazy, recognize in your own head without opening your mouth and saying it that, Mm -hmm. yeah, that time is probably coming, but then be kind and be understanding because you'll never know what it is to experience this. Right. But Mm -hmm. you're living with somebody who does.
2: At which point I would like to add, if there are any men out there that want to trade places to experience (laughs) this shit for a week, maybe more, you are welcome to it because I guarantee you, you will not be wanting any sort of contact from anybody aside from someone giving you food and walking the <laughs> fuck away. Either that or fucking Midol or oh, Tylenol oh my or whatever it is that you need at that Ooh. very moment in time. The rest of the time, everyone else can go fuck off.
0: Oh, good yeah. guy, girl. <laughs> I mean, there are some times that I do like contact, but they... I- I mean, yeah, you got to get me at the right time. Yeah, (laughs) it's all about timing. It's a learning curve, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: The longer you're with someone, then you kind of learn. And then there's people you've been married to for almost 18
2: years who are
1: clueless. (laughs) you're like, how have you
2: not seen this yet? But I digress. (laughs) That is our rant for this
1: podcast. Um, we knew it was coming one of these days. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, you know, it's it's nice to talk about this and having a platform that you can oops talk about this on. You know, I know it's going to make some people uncomfortable, and I'm sorry if it does. But at the same time, you know, it's necessary. You got to make it normal it's somehow. A part of life. Yeah. If it does, don't listen to this specific podcast. You know, or like well, this we're kind of at the one. end, so <laughs> they already it's made it through the thing. <laughs> you should move it to the front (laughs) oh by the gods please keep this in
0: (laughs) oh i'm keeping it at the end i'm keeping it at the end if you didn't want to listen to it sorry i'm sorry i'm kind of not honestly (laughs) no but i think it's a good thing to talk about because it really puts into perspective what each and every one of us is going through in this particular thing we're talking about having your period and what does that mean and the week behind it, again, we're not doctors. We don't have all the answers. Um, we're just sharing it from our perspective of, of what we have either gone through currently or going through, um, and even the next generation, right, that I'm bringing up and and being able to be open about it. Um, I think being able to just communicate and be like, hey, I'm I'm having a day And this is why, and it's okay. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, she's on her period. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's just a thing that's happening, but it also puts it into perspective of men, women, you know, a lot of people are going through different things at different times in their lives and it may or may not be physical. You may or may not see it. So channel the energy that's coming towards you. See if you can be a helping hand, Mm -hmm. um, how you can support, whether it be a, ear to listen, some dark chocolate, some aloe vera water so it can heal the inside. Always, <laughs> oh, That was the most, that was the most adorable reasoning why wow, I would have wow. chugged that thing immediately. <laughs> I would have like know? did marketing at its finest. Like they have, they have some potential there. But in this particular one, it was directed more towards women. I hope that, um, the 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 partners of those people will find some help in it and be able to show up in a different way for their partners for all of you who are out there if you if you for me what i got out of the podcast episode today is if you feel like you need to say something and you are blocking that coming out you probably should mm-hmm. because it's putting yourself in a different position of somebody that would not have said it um so also know your audience and know your space and know where you're at to be able to have that conversation however it, if you feel the need to stop because of what everybody else has said you probably should push that boundary and, and see what can come out of it say what you need to say
1: i i wouldn't suggest having this conversation over easter breakfast you know what i mean so oh, yes, hell i
0: would please
1: okay <laughs> read the room and 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 reach out to your tribe, right? Surround yeah. yourself with people who that you you trust enough to have these, you know, emotional and very private conversations with.
0: And vulnerable,
1: yeah. vulnerable. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you for
0: that. I remembered what I forgot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go girl. So women on their periods have uh, way more testosterone in their body than normal. which is why we get so aggressive and why we get so emotional because you know how men get really really irritated over the small shit that happens sometimes some men not not trying to uh offend anybody I'm gonna say I
1: understand yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) but for those out there who may have gone like hey I'm, I'm not I'm not poking I promise but women actually have more testosterone in their bodies during the time of their period than they do normally. So it's a quick change and they're like, oh fuck, you know, your body's like, what do I do with this? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this is our done rage. Or, hey, your, your boyfriend just said something stupid fucking rage do <laughs> we set him on fire do we throw him out the window
1: you know do we just calmly walk away and close
2: the <laughs> absolutely door absolutely
0: not that's not an option come on oh With my
2: lord me, there's, there is no option i will scream yell and then walk away while probably still muttering under my breath that i hate your guts but at the same time i'll probably come back five minutes later and be like oh my
0: god I during those moments, man, I get it. I, I oh my God, I love you. All partners, when those moments when it's like two minutes, you're like, uh, and then the next one you're like, yay, and then the next one you're like, uh. yeah. I feel yeah, I we get it. So sorry I, for that. I do. I'm like, it's it's so confusing. Um, but yeah, if there's anything we got out of this is, I am grateful for this tribe. I'm grateful for the tribe that I'm building outside of this. Um,
1: I'm sorry, you have a tribe outside of
2: us, Excuse oh peter you. Oh, yes, we do love Peter. <laughs> Carrie, we do, we
1: yes. love Carrie,
0: my cousin who's always listening and always says she's a fan. Is this the one Aww. who was
1: upstairs?
2: Yeah, oh, she's a sweetheart.
0: She is a sweetheart. <laughs> I haven't met these people yet, she's so
1: my-
2: you have. Never- oh no you haven't met i have peter not yet. met
0: peter we'll oh we'll make that
2: happen yes please peter, Hi, peter. the viking
0: <laughs> peter the viking i love it so thank you all for tuning in to another episode of it's fine and everything's fine i love you both thank you for holding this space with me and you i can't most. wait love you too Bye. bye